Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We've got all the best takes on the Steelers' blockbuster roster moves, taking QB Josh Dobbs over Landry Jones. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. The Steelers didn't become one of the winningest franchises in the NFL by ignoring football conventional wisdom. But on cutdown day, the team did just that, rejecting a steady, if not stellar, veteran backup quarterback in the form of six-year man Landry Jones and opting instead to move into the regular season with two young arms who have not started a game in the NFL, rookie Mason Rudolph and second-year man Josh Dobbs. Needless to say, this surprise decision ignited a firestorm among both fans and sports analysts all around the Steel City and beyond. The takes on the Steelers' QB decision were both fast and furious, with veteran sports writers admitting mea culpas of how they were dead wrong in saying it was a no-brainer in favor of keeping Landry Jones, and others lashing out at the Steelers' brass for making a big mistake. Here are some of the best takes from Twitter, and we start with the most caustic, fiery radio show host Mark Madden, who spent most of Saturday tweeting out his ire at the decision. Quote, Steelers made horrific fanboy mistake going into an all-or-nothing season with a backup QB that's never taken a regular season snap is as stupid as anything this franchise has ever done. Unspeakable error. I'd like to know who decided that. Unquote. In other Equally toxic tweets, Madden speculated that it was Coach Mike Tomlin who was behind the, quote, knee-jerk decision to cast off Jones and keep Dobbs and Rudolph. And there are legitimate questions about the decision. For starters, which one of the young arms is the number two quarterback this season? This hasn't been addressed yet. But others saw the wisdom of the move. One is financial. Axing Jones, scheduled to make $1.9 million this season, will save the team over a million dollars. But that wasn't the heart of the matter. The big question is filling Big Ben's shoes, not necessarily this season in a backup role, but for the long term as the successor to the Hall of Fame quarterback in Pittsburgh. By keeping the two young guns who will feed off each other in competition to become the heir apparent, the Steelers might just have improved their chances of finding a long-term successor for, for Big Ben when that person is needed. Here's what Tom Jaggy of Steel City Underground had to say about this. Quote, 
by keeping Josh Dobbs, I believe the Steelers increase their chances of finding their franchise QB. Instead of having only one Rudolph to fall back on, the competition between the two 23-year-olds should make each other better and give the Steelers another potential option after Ben. End quote. As for the plan should Ben be hurt this season and one of the young quarterbacks is needed to start a Steelers game, that is far less certain and even less solid. It would be hard for the team of Steelers veterans to have any real confidence in either young quarterback. But those saying Landry Jones was an established backup can't make the argument that even he could save the Steelers' season should something serious happen to Ben this year. In other words, the 2018 Steelers will rise and fall on Ben's broad shoulders. None of the other quarterbacks, Jones, Dobbs, or Rudolph, are in a position to come in and rescue the team should the Steelers lose its veterans quarterback. With this being true, the argument goes, why not take Dobbs, who has the bigger upside beyond this season? This sentiment is summed up by veteran sports broadcaster John Staggerwald, who tweeted, quote, Landry Jones never gave any indication that he was anything but a barely adequate backup QB. Easily replaced. Started two games in the last two seasons. Record three and two in five starts. Two of three wins versus Browns. Jimmy Garoppolo, he ain't, unquote. Ahead of the move, there was a lot of speculation the Steelers would try to trade Dobbs, but the market just wasn't there. Even a seventh-round pick for Dobbs, who the Steelers took in the fourth round just a year ago, would have been a stretch. Clearly, the value in keeping Dobbs was higher for the Steelers because he was a more recent and still developing draft pick than Jones. But did the decision really come down to Dobbs' stellar performance in the fourth preseason game against the Carolina Panthers when both teams were playing almost exclusively their backup players? Dobbs definitely got the longer look in the preseason where he put up good numbers completing 29 of 43 passes for 434 yards, and four touchdowns with two interceptions. That's a QB rating of 111.9. He also had 64 yards rushing on 10 attempts. Landry Jones saw far less preseason game action, frankly because the Steelers knew what they had in him. He didn't even see the field in that final preseason game. But as Bob Labriola writes for Steelers.com, what Dobbs had going for him is youth which also could have been interpreted as inexperience, but also as upside, unquote. If nothing else, there is plenty to debate here and plenty of questions yet to be answered, including who will be Big Ben's backup this season. Yet it is hard to argue with the Steelers' brass on personnel moves, not after the Oakland Raiders cut receiver Martavis Bryant after trading the Steelers a third-round pick in this year's draft for the troubled player who is now facing another NFL suspension and might never play another down in the league. 
Now for the other big question facing the Steelers' offense. When will holdout running back Le'Veon Bell show up and sign his franchise tender offer of $14.5 million? Last season, we know Bell came in just days before the start of the regular season, and he looked rusty in several early games. There were reports last week that Bell was telling teammates he'd come in on Labor Day Monday. But Bell quickly went on Twitter and knocked down those reports, calling them fake news. So when will Bell arrive? Some NFL analysts are speculating he could hold out for several weeks and sign the franchise tender offer just in time to give him credit for the full season so Bell can become an unrestricted free agent in 2019. No one with the Steelers is saying much of anything about all this, other than the fact that right now Bell is not counting toward the team's 53-man roster. With the Steelers poised to face the Cleveland Browns in a week's time for the start of the regular season, the Le'Veon Bell watch in Pittsburgh has officially begun. Meanwhile, second-year running back James Conner could become the Steelers starter quicker than anyone could have thought. And of course, we'll be following along all of this all week as we lead up to that opener with the Browns. But that's the Steelers report uh, update for now. Come back daily for the latest on the black and gold. Sign up for the Steelers update on Amazon Alexa. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for real-time Steelers news.